The Penguins forced overtime against the Islanders on Tuesday night in Pittsburgh, but they couldn't finish the game and claimed the extra two points. On the bright side, they do lose the game. They did did lose the game against the Islanders, but they earned a point in the process. So let's find out what happened after the last two meetings between these two teams went in Pittsburgh's favor because it's time for another edition of Penguins Postgame. And it begins now. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, showtime scars! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins Post Game. I'm PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Penguins 4, Islanders 5, and the New York Islanders come out on top. They come away with the vic- with their first victory against the Pittsburgh Penguins this season. Since they lost to Pittsburgh back in December, after Christmas, and before New Year's. Hello everybody and welcome to another great edition of Penguins Postgame. And broadcast 53 of 82 of Penguins postgame coverage. And it is also game 53 of 82 in the Pittsburgh Penguins season. Well, this one was a battle till the end. And before we get into breaking down the game that went down on Tuesday night. Let's take a look at the starting goalies for both teams, and we'll start with Patrick Roy's Islanders. And they would start Ilya Sorokin. Ilya Sorokin in net for this game. And for Mike Sullivan's Penguins, At the other end of the ice, we would see Alex Nedeljkovic get the start in net. With that being said, let's turn our attention now to the scoring summary and penalty summary here in the opening segment. And before we do that, however, I just want to say that this game here, if not 
the best game the Penguins have played, which it obviously was not. Which it obviously was not. I won't say it was a bad game, but it definitely was disappointing to lose when you have a shot at two points extra after forcing overtime to get you a point. That's the bright side of this. And last thing we're going to do before we get into the penalties and the the penalties and, of course, the scoring summary, as we always do in the opening portion of the program. Let's get down to our record. Elia Sorokin coming into this game was 16, 12, and 11. With this win, he's now 17, 12, and 11. Alex Nadalkovich coming into this game was 9, 3, and 4. He is now 9, 4, and 4 with the loss. Tonight's referees. We record this. We are recording this on Wednesday, February the 21st, 2024. And the game went down on Tuesday, February 20th. 2024. So the referees for the game on Tuesday were Gene Herbert and Carter S. Carter Sandlack. Dan Kelly and Brad Kovacic. Or Brad K, rather, were the linesmen. But again, the referees were Gene Herbert and Carter Sandlack. If I have pronounced the name wrong, I apologize. On to the scoring. And, well, the first period didn't have much to show for, but the Penguins get an early lead on Marcus Pedersen's third goal of the season at 12 48, 12 minutes and 48 seconds into the first period. Ricard Raquel awarded an assist. He had the primary assist with number 16 on the year for him. EK65, Eric Carlson. An assist on that goal as well. Number 32 for him. 
Marcus Pedersen would also receive a holding penalty 14 minutes and four and 41 seconds later. After 20 minutes, it's the Penguins 1 and the Islanders 0. The Penguins have the 1-0 lead after 20. In the second period, Brock Nelson scores his 24th goal of the season, 3 minutes and 40 seconds in. Ryan Pollock with his fifth assist of the season. And again, the time of the goal was at 3 minutes and 40 seconds into the second period. Adam Pellick, his seventh assist of the season. And the Islanders are on the board. They tie it up. It's now Penguins 1, Islanders 1. But the Islanders didn't stop there. Later in the period, 6 minutes and 37 seconds later, Matthew Barzell, number 17 for Matthew Barzell, he puts the Islanders in the lead. It's now Islanders 2 and Penguins 1. Islanders with the lead. That's number 17 on the year for Matthew Barzell. The assist went to the goaltender, Elia Sorokin, his second assist of the season. Elia mm-hmm. Sorokin. <clears throat> 13 minutes and 15 seconds later, Simon Holmstrom puts the Islanders up by two with his 13th goal of the season at 13 minutes and 15 seconds. It will be unassisted. And before we get to the goal that put this at the end of 40, where the Penguins would trail by one point. Let's get to our penalties in the second period. Matthew Barzell receives a two-minute hooking call at four minutes and 28 seconds. Ricard Raquel at 11 minutes and 10 seconds. He would receive two minutes for interference. And shortly after the goal, that was challenged by the New York Islanders. Oliver Wallstorm had to serve a two-minute delay of game penalty at 16 minutes and 35 seconds in. Mike Riley would serve a two-minute tripping penalty at 19 minutes and 27 seconds. At that 16 minute and 35 second mark, Lars Eller 
would make a 3-1 to one lead for the Islanders, the New York Islanders, the teams you see behind me. The teams you see behind me. And I will say that that 3-1 to one lead was cut down to a 3-2 to two lead. For the Islanders, when a failed challenge by Patrick Roy and the New York Islanders for a hand pass led to the goal by Lars Eller counting. So that will be Eller's 10th goal of the season, 10th as a Penguin, assisted by Chad Ruedel. And Ryan Graves. Ryan Graves, number seven on the year for him for an assist. Chad Ruedel, number three on the year for him for assist. When the Penguins got the early lead in the first period, though, Eric Carlson, who was playing in game number 973, Became the ninth player, the ninth fastest player in in the NHL to hit the 800 point, to hit 800 points as a milestone. So congratulations to Eric Carlson, EK65. Congratulations to Eric Carlson on hitting the 800 career mark, the 800 points career in his career. And this was first reported via Twitter. It was first reported by Penguins PR. And it says here in their tweet, in his 973rd game, career game, Eric Carlson has become the ninth fastest defenseman in NHL history to record 800 career points. Other guys able to do that were Bobby Orr, who did it in 575 games. Paul Coffey, who did it in 620 career games. Dennis Putman, 747 games. Ray Bork, who did it in 756 games. Al McLennis. Al McLennis. McLennis. <coughs> who did it in 781 games. 
Phil Housley, who who accomplished the feat in 828 games. Ryan Leach. Ryan Le- Ryan Leach did it in 871. Doug Wilson in 971 games. Brad Park did it in 975 games. And Larry Murphy, who did it in 987 games. So Carlson is among Brad Park, Larry Murphy, Doug Wilson, Brian Leach, Phil Housley, Al McLennis, Al McInnes, I should say, Ray Borg, Dennis Putvin, Paul Coffey, and Bobby Orr. All in all, congratulations to Eric Carlson and continuing on here after 40 minutes it's the Islanders still ahead but the Islanders are ahead now with a 3-2 to two lead they're ahead by one With the score, Islanders 3, Penguins 2, after 40. In the final period, and by the way, these are where no penalties were called. But in the final period, that leads us to the remainder of the scoring summary. In the final period... 10 minutes and 42 seconds in, Mike Riley gives the Islander gives the Islanders back their two-goal lead with his fourth of the season. Anders Lee got the secondary assist, number eight on the year for him. Brock Nelson, assist number 21 on the season, and he had the primary assist. Islanders go up 4-2. to two. But hold everything. Hold everything. The Islanders went into overtime in that stadium series. Can the Penguins do it again and send them to overtime? 12 minutes and 6 seconds later, Valtteri Pustadin scores his second goal of the year. And he not only does that, but he gets the Penguins closer. It's now 4-3 to three Islanders. 
on the assist on Valtteri Pustinen's goal. Chris Letang, number 28 for Chris Letang, number 28 on the assist for him. That's the primary assist. Riley Smith with the secondary assist has now number 13 on the year for him. And then they call him the doctor. They call him the doc in Pittsburgh. Drew O'Connor, number seven on the year for Drew O'Connor, his seventh goal of the season. And Gino Machino, Gino Evgeny Malkin, has assist number 26 on the year as the Penguins tie it 13 minutes and 2 seconds later with goals pretty much 55-54 seconds apart most likely but just like that Drew O'Connor ties the game we are tied at four apiece after regulation. So we need overtime in overtime. The next goal wins this game. Otherwise, it's shooter versus goaltender in a shootout. And at the 57-second mark of overtime, it's Adam Pellick with his first goal of the year who seals the deal for the Islanders to get the 5-4 win over the Penguins and get a little taste of payback from those games back in December that went when they were in Long Island in Pittsburgh's favor in a 7-0 shutout win for the Penguins. And then in New and then on New Year's Eve, when the Penguins last played the Islanders. By a final score of 3-1. to one. This time, the Islanders get even. But they got to even the series. This is a step in the right direction for the Islanders, though. Will they be able to even the series when we get to April? You don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see what the final is when the Penguins and the Islanders go head-to-head in April inside of Long Island.
That said, that wraps up the summary for scoring and penalties. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back for our midway point to the halfway point of the program, we're going to get down to the game stat play of the game. And we'll kick things off when we return with the three stars of the game. We'll go over those that made the three stars, and I'll even give you my three stars of the game. So all of that is next when Penguins postgame continues in just a little bit. Back in a diff. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams? Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. And welcome back to Penguins Post Game. Welcome back to Broadcast 53 of 82 and Game 53 of 82. 30 games to go with 31 games in the books now. At the end of this game. The Islanders win it 5-4. to four. So now, we turn our attention to the three stars of the game. Before we do, however, our, our game winner... Our game-winning goal belongs to Adam Pellick. A very, very, in, a very, very nice shot by Pellick to give the Islanders the game-winning, the game-winning goal. Going to get to the introduction in just a second, but we're going to kick things off here in our middle segment our midway mark to the halfway point of the program as we're going to call it for now on we're going to get to the play of the game to kick us off here and for me how about that fight how about that fight from the penguins my play of the game today is going to be the goal that got things started, that put the Islanders on notice. If you put us behind, 
We're not going to give up and, you know, beat ourselves. We're not going to go down without a fight. Here are the men who called it on Sportsnet Pittsburgh. But my play of the game is the goal by Valtteri Pustodin. Here are here is Josh Getzoff, Phil Borg, and Haley Hunter. Those are the people who had the call on Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Because Steve Mears was alongside Colby Armstrong to call the game on the radio network for the Penguins. Let's take a listen to Josh and Phil and their call. of Valtteri Pustinen's goal. That's good enough for my play of the game. Two former Montreal Canadiens there as they try to kick it free. Riley Smith's in there. He digs it out. Looks it back up top. Latang gripping, ripping. Bluff saves Sorokin. It's loose. They score! Valtteri Pustinen slammed it towards the net. And the Penguins get back in this game again. <laughs> And Chris Letang doing the right thing here. Wrists at the cage, make something happen. Yeah, Eller, pushing in. Who's the last one to get a stick on it? They're both hacking and whacking. And somehow they find the back of the net. Yes, indeed, Borky. Yes, indeed. Somehow they find the back of the net. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? It looked to me. It looked to me, this could be, instead of Valtteri Pustinen, it looked to me like this could be El- This could be Eller's goal. This could be another Lars Eller goal. It, it looks here to me that it's going to be Lars Eller that gets credited with the goal, but they give it to Valtteri Pustinen. And the other thing I want to mention here is look at where Chris Letang is here on the replay. I'm going to bring it back just a little bit here. Oh, that was a little too far. Let me go here. So look at where Chris Letang is here. Look like he was going to shoot it, and he does. It gets stopped by Sorokin. It comes out. Eller's going to get a stick on it. Houston also gets a stick on it. They're fighting. They're clawing for the puck. And it's Houston that puts it behind Sorokin. Here it is again. Create the traffic here. They're all hacking and whacking. And then it's Houston in. Gets it on his tape. Puts it in. And just like that, 
that would set up what later would be the goal that would force overtime. All right. Time now for the introduction to the three stars of the game. And this is the part of the program where we will do things a little differently after we go over those that were the stars of the game. I'll give you my three players I feel deserve some credit, even if they didn't end up on the stars, even if they didn't end up on the three stars of the game. And a quick little reminder here. When we are at the halfway point of the program, we will be doing, yes, we will be doing, when we are at the halfway point of this program, we will be doing a NHL recap that will be followed right after our player of the game segment. We call the shake of the game. So stick around for that. And that will also be followed by game puck of the game. Which we may save for the final portion of the program when we talk about what's next for the Islanders. The Islanders? What's next for the Penguins? And all of that is still to come. Plus, we'll even sign off, as we always do. And before we sign off, I'll keep you up to date with what's coming on our post, our show. Including our next weekly episode of Sports for Beginners. But all of that is coming up soon. And is still to come. With that said, let's not waste any more time and get to today's, tonight's rather, three stars of the game. And I'll also provide my three stars, even if they did not make the three stars of the game. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. It is, yes, it is time for your three stars of this hockey game. Pens and the Islanders, teams you see behind me. And again, a quick reminder here that
we will be doing an NHL recap when we get to our halfway point of the program. But up next after the but up next after the three stars of the game, which we're gonna do right now, we are going to talk about our game stats. That's up next. Here in our midway mark to the halfway point of the program. So still lots more Penguins hockey to come. <clears throat> but let's get to it. And Tuesday's three stars, as we are going to call them tonight's three stars of the game. From the Pittsburgh Penguins, number 10, Drew O'Connor. He had one goal in the game, was plus one. Got one point in this game as well. Was on the ice for a total of 15 minutes and 31 seconds. Brock Nelson, number 29 for the New York Islanders. He is your second star with. One goal, one assist, plus two, and he was on the ice for a total 20 minutes and 10 seconds. And well, well deserved, well, well deserved. Your first star here with one goal, one assist, and plus two, and a total time on the ice of 23 minutes and 48 seconds. It's defenseman for the New York Islanders, number three, Adam Pellick. So there are your three stars that were official. However, my three stars are a little different. So, the only two stars I would not change are Adam Pellick and Drew O'Connor. I feel like they deserve it. Now, Brock Nelson did play well. Brock Nelson did play well. <clears throat> Brock Nelson did play well. But I'm going to give my second star to the goaltender of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And here's why. Even though we lost this game, Alex Nedeljkovic fought hard. Alex Nedeljkovic fought hard. He fought hard to keep the Penguins in the game. Now, I know Alex might have felt like we had a, we did have a chance to win this game, Penguins fans, and we did. But as he said, 
he kind of wet the bed. I'll use wet the bed. He said a curse word there, but I'll use wet the bed uh, during the overtime period. But Alex, you were really good. You were actually very, very good. You were the re you were one of the reasons why, at least in my opinion, you were one of the reasons why we were able to tie it up in the third as early as we did. And of course, You were one of the reasons why we were able to force overtime. So my three stars are Drew O'Connor at third star, Alex Nadalkovic, second star, and my third star, Adam Pellick. So I flopped around and I said that we were going to do Nedeljkovic and Drew O'Connor as well as Adam Pellick. But basically the only person I switched in my three stars was Brock Nelson. Brock Nelson Played well. So I can understand why he's a three star. Of the game. But I just felt like. The goaltenders needed a little boost. And I felt like. Even though. Sorokin's team ended up with the. Sor Sorokin's team. Ended up with the win. Which obviously Penguins fans, including myself, did not want. We would have we would have loved to get a point and then get an extra point. But that didn't happen. The good news is we have another game to get ready for before we face our division rivals in the in the Philadelphia Flyers for the final time this season and with 2 months left in the season after we wrap this month up now is the time especially after the trade deadline depending on whatever happens there Now is the time to really put on the gas pedal, put our foot on the gas pedal, and get as many points as we can so that the Penguins don't necessarily miss the playoffs like they did last year when they missed it by just a point. Just a point. As I said earlier, 30 games left. 
with now 53 games in the books. Oh, sorry. 31 games in the books. Let me just make sure here while we're uh, recorded here. Yes, the Penguins have played 53 games. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me let me double check that here. Let me let me let me figure that out here. Yes, they have played 53 games. So no, sorry, 30 games down, 29 games to go. They only have 29 games to go. And a lot of that action happens in March. A lot of that action happens in March. But over these next few games in February that we're going to talk about in the final segment here, we've got so much to get to. So much more hockey to get to. But with 53 games in the books, I should say 30 games in the books, because that makes more sense. And only 29 to go. But 53 games played. To make up those 30 games that are in the books. I should mention that. You don't really have a lot of. A lot many more games that you can. Just say. Oh, well, if we lose it, hopefully we can get a point if we lose the game. So losing in regulation is not really an option. Losing in regulation is not really an option. If you can get it to overtime and get the point, great. If you can win the game in regulation, also great. But with that being said, it is time as we enter the end of the midway point of the midway point to the halfway point in the program, it is time to look at tonight's, and I say again, Tuesday night game stats from Tuesday night. The Penguins outshot the Islanders 41 to 33. They were out hit by the Islanders 23 to 18. The Islanders finished the game with 27 faceoff wins. They were 0 for 2 on the power play, unable to connect on the power play. They spent six minutes in the box, blocked 12 of Pittsburgh's 41 41 shots. They ended the game also with 10 takeaways and 5 giveaways. The Penguins, meanwhile, won 37 face-offs. They spent four minutes in the penalty box with the two penalties they took. One to Marcus Pedersen and one to Ricard Raquel. But they were unable to connect on all three of their chances they had. So they finished on the power play zero for two. Sorry, zero for three on the power play. 
So that's not good. But you know what was also not good? Their giveaways. They finished Tuesday's game in PPG Paints Arena with 13 giveaways, 9 takeaways. 9 takeaways is good, but the giveaways had to be shortened. They gave the puck away too much. They gave the puck away too much. <clears throat> and on a slightly positive note, they also blocked 14 of the Islanders' 33 shots. Again, the shots on goal, the Penguins had 41. The Islanders, 33. And with that being said, a quick note here before we take a break. I will look at the scratches here. But we'll do that by also looking at our... Uh, by also, I'm going to also look at my notes here. Uh, my game notes for the program. And we're going to look at the injuries. Because as we like to do after we've done our shake of the game introduction, we like to look at our scratches. But we're going to do things a little differently. And before we close out this midway point of the program, as we get to the halfway point coming up in just a moment. We are going to take a look at our scratches, and our, and I'll remind you of the scratches when we return. But we're also taking a, taking a look at the injuries. So let's take a look at our injured players not playing in this game. The Islanders would be without Hudson Fashing and Robert Bertuzzo. As one of, as their notable injuries, their scratches would be Samuel Bolduc, Sebastian Ajo, as well would not play. And also, the Penguins, now that we're going to the Penguins, we'll start with their scratches, and they were scratched. They scratched three players, including Jesse Paul Dravari, Magnus Halberg, Mag Magnus Halberg, and John Ludwig. Meanwhile, those that were out due to injury, Jake Gensel, he's out for four weeks, including past the deadline. So he could still be traded even while he is recovering from injury. 
I honestly don't think it's going to happen. Anyways, running down the injuries here as well. Again, we'll revert, we'll revert back to the scratches when we return. But also out for the Penguins for injury is Noel Achari. Noel Achari is out. And also Matt Nieto is out. Also Matt Nieto is out. So Matt Nieto, Jake Gensel, and Noel Atari. Noel Atari. <clears throat> they are out for the Penguins injured. The injuries for the Islanders that are notable, Robert Fortuzo. Fortuzo. And Hudson and Hudson flashing. Flashing. Scratches for the Islanders again. Sebastian Aho and Samuel Bolduc. We'll get to the backups as well when we return to Penguins postgame. And we're going to look through the notes as well because I did some game notes for the games. The eight games that went down on Tuesday. And we'll do all that in our game recap following the player of the game which is next, and game pucks of the game will follow or be in between our look ahead, coming up in our final portion of the program. The halfway point of the program is near, and that's our player of the game segment, known as our shake of the game. Our NHL recap with the shake of the game and game pucks of the game are coming up next. When Penguins post game continues in a moment. Looking for conversations on books and more? as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications, you've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali, Makara, and Sienna provide insightful conversations as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, tune in to the show and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search for Spicy Techie. Welcome back to Penguins Postgame. 
broadcast 53 of 82. Game 53 of 82. 53 games have been played by the Penguins. 30 games have actually been played by the Penguins, which leaves them with just 29 games to go. And it leaves us with just 29 more broadcasts. I think we can do it. But that's not what this portion of the program is about. It's our halfway point in the program. And it's time for our player of the game, shake of the game, recipient of the game segment. Before we get to that, though, however, we've got an introduction to get to. And we're going to do that right after we take a look at the other game going on on this Tuesday evening that when which was when these guy these games went on there were four uh, there were three other games at 7 minus penguins and islanders and those included the Florida Panthers hosting the Ottawa Senators the Panthers came out on top in overtime by a final score of 3 to 2. The Dallas Stars went to New York to take on the Rangers and the Rangers came out on top of the Dallas Stars 3 to 1 in the Big Apple at MSG, Madison Square Garden. Meanwhile, in D.C., the Capitals defeat the Devils 6-2. In Washington, as the Washington Capitals played host of the New Jersey Devils, In the 8 p.m. window, the Minnesota Wild traveled to Winnipeg to take on the Jets. And they would go to Winnipeg and leave with Winnipeg. They would actually leave Winnipeg. They would go to Winnipeg and leave Winnipeg, taking the L as they fall 6-3 to the Winnipeg Jets. Again, the Jets defeat the Wild 6-3 in Winnipeg. To Denver we go for a 9 p.m. Eastern puck drop. And this features the Vancouver Canucks. The Vancouver Canucks. And they fall to the Colorado Avalanche by a final score of 
three to one. The Avalanche defeat the Canucks five uh, three to one. Excuse me. In Denver, off to Vegas we go. Viva Las Vegas. And the Nashville Predators head to Vegas and come out of Vegas with a W as they defeat the defending Stanley Cup champion Golden Knights 5-3. And this is in the late window at 10 p.m. Eastern. That was the time of puck drop. Meanwhile, 30 minutes after 10 p.m., at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, the Columbus Blue Jackets came to Los Angeles to play the Kings, and they would leave with an L. <laughs> <laughs> To the Kings, five to one. The Blue Jackets fall to the Kings, five to one. And of course, in our game, the final score: the Penguins beat the Penguins, fall to the Islanders, five to four in overtime. So only two games. Need extra time. And those are the Penguins and the Islanders. When the Islanders defeat the Penguins 5-4. to four. And the Senators and Panthers. Where the Florida Panthers take down the Senators 3-2 to two in Florida. And that's all we have there for the game notes. A couple of games on tap, five of them on tap today at the timing of our recording. And we're going to talk about those in the final portion of the program coming up very, very soon. But before we get to that, it's time now for our final introduction of the day. And that is our shake of the game. It's time for the shake of the game portion of the program, which is our player of the game. And that will lead us back to the scratches. 
So with that being said, let's get to the introduction. And again, we will revamp the scratches for both sides after the introduction. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout. And keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game. Because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. There, it, there you go. There is the introduction. Let's get going. Let's get to it. So, a reminder here, first of all, we'll remind everybody of our scratches for the Pittsburgh Penguins, including the notable injuries. The Penguins are without left wing number 59, Jake Gensel, center number Center number 55, Noel Achari. And left winger number 85, Matt Matt Nieto. They also scratch. Right winger number 18, Jesse Paul Javari. Defenseman number 7, John Ludwig. And goaltender number 45, Magnus Helberg. Meanwhile, the Islanders, the injuries were... They were without defenseman number 41, Robert Fortuzo. And right winger number 27, Hudson Fashing, who also ended up as a scratch. And the scratches, again, were... For the Islanders, defenseman number four, Samuel Bolduc. Defenseman number 25, Sebastian Ajo. And Hudson Fashing also ends up as a scratch as well. But Robert is still injured. He did not play in this game. 
So we will see if he returns when the Penguins, if he is playing in the game when the Penguins and the Islanders meet again in April. With that said, let's get to the meat and potatoes of why this is the player of the game segment. And here's how it's going to work for today. With the game in the books, we are going to give out a runner-up and a player of the game, shake of the game, to the player we feel, in this case, I feel, I'm going to give it out to a player I feel deserves a pick-me-up, and I feel played pretty well. All right. So let's start with the victorious New York Islanders. Let's start with the victorious New York Islanders. Head coached now early in the year by Lance Lambert. Now they are head coached by Patrick Roy or Patrick Waugh. To be more specific. Hmm. And honestly, I really hope Casey Zizekas is okay. But my uh, player of the game, shake of the game recipient for the New York Islanders, I'm going to go ahead and give it to Brock Nelson. He scored a goal in this game, got an assist which was equivalent for two points, and he got a plus two as well. Did not record any penalty minutes, no hits recorded for him, no block. All in the total ice span of 20 minutes and 10 seconds, and no penalty minutes, but he did record eight shots on goal. So my goodness me, my goodness me, Nelson was really trying to put that puck in the net. He did so once, but he also got an assist. The runner-up for the Islanders for me is going to be their goaltender, Ilya Sorokin. Sorokin? And Ilya, if I pronounce your last name wrong or I pronounce the name wrong, 
my sincerest apologies. Gave up four goals in the game, made 31, 37 saves, excuse me, on 41 shots. Ends the game with 60 minutes played. And a save percentage of 902. Again, his save percentage, 902. So those are my recipients for the Islanders. How about Mike Sullivan's Penguins? Well, my runner-up, first of all, is going to be the goaltender again. But it's going to be Alex Nedeljkovic. I mean, Alex... You really played well. You were one of the reasons why we stayed in the game. And despite giving up five goals against, making 28 stops on 33 shots, and playing a full 60, I feel like you did pretty well. Your save percentage could have been better. It's 848, but you know what? I don't know. I don't think it was your night to be in the net. But I do think you played great. I feel like you played all right. You played all right. That is our recipient runner-up. The recipient for the Penguins today. That is going to get it. He scored one of the Penguins free four goals. And it was the one that set up through O'Connor to tie this game. We're talking about Valtteri Pustodin. He scored one goal, got one point, did not get an assist. Had a plus two in terms of plus minus. Registered four shots on goal. He registers one hit, two blocks, no penalty minutes registered. All of that in a time span of total ice time, 12 minutes and 43 seconds. So just to recap here, the recipient for the Islanders are Brock Nelson with goaltender Elia Sorokin. Getting the runner-up. Getting the runner-up. And for the Penguins. <clears throat> and for the Penguins. Your recipients are as followed.
Paul Terry Pustadin, who is your shake of the game, player of the game for the Penguins. And of course, the runner up is goaltender for this game. Alex Nadalkovich. Game pucks of the game in just a second, but breaking news from Penguins TV broadcaster and radio voice Josh Getzoff. Per the Penguins head coach, Mike Sullivan, he says that Noel Achari was a full contact Today, he would he was in full contact today, and he could be available for tomorrow's game against Montreal. The quote that Josh has from head coach Mike Sullivan says he's the ultimate warrior. Again, the quote from Josh gets off. that he got from head coach Mike Sullivan. He is the ultimate warrior. Well, that's some good news that we need to hear. Perhaps uh, Noah Chari is going to be available for the game on Thursday. That's some good news to hear. And of course, that actually now brings us to the game pucks of the game. We are going to do that in just a second. But first, a reminder to everybody listening to the Take Another Look podcast. that you can catch episodes every Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Time only on Voices for Ability Radio. You can also catch repeats when there is no new episode 
every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Only on Voices for Ability Radio. And lastly, you can also stream Take Another Look podcast wherever you listen to podcasts on any podcasting platform you prefer. All right. That out of the way, let's get to it. We're going to do, for time constraints, we're going to do one game puck to each team. And for the Penguins, it's going to go to the guy that tied the game. Actually, the guy that got things started for the Penguins, but didn't score. He only did score. He scored. He scored in this game. He didn't score a goal, but he scored points, as I mentioned earlier. He is the ninth fastest defenseman in NHL history to hit 800 career points. And he did so. In his 973rd game. 973 games played by Eric Carlson. In his career and on his 973 or 73rd game, rather. In his career, 973 game, career game, he hits eight hundred career points. So he's not the fastest defenseman to do it, but he found a way to make it happen. And he did so in Tuesday's game. Which is what we are recapping right now. So for that reason, the Penguins recipient is EK65. No goals, one point, one assist. No plus minus, five shots on a goal for EK65, Eric Carlson. Did not register any penalty minutes. He also registered a block, but did not register a hit. In a total ice time span of 25 minutes and 22 seconds. Now for your victorious New York Islanders. And the New York Islanders, I'm going to go to Adam Pellet. He looked really good. Adam Pollock looked really good, actually, today in this game. He gets one goal, the game winner, 
two points are added. He had one assist in the game, plus two. Had three shots on goal registered, no penalty minutes in a time span on the ice of 23 minutes and 48 seconds. He also did not register a hit or a block. But Adam Pellick and EK65 are your game puck of the game recipients. All right, coming up after this from Take Another Look, as I said earlier on before we got to the game puck of the game. After that quick word, we take a look at the next five games for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Islanders as they won't play each other again until April. And just to make things sure on that, The next time they will play each other is in April, in fact. However, it will not be until the last game of the season, April 17th, 2024. After the Penguins wrap up their final homestand of the season with games on April 11th against Detroit, April 13th against Boston, and April 15th against Nashville. But there's still a lot of hockey to get to before we get to that point. Now, there may not be a lot of hockey left in February to play. But there is one more home game coming up after the game on Thursday against Montreal. And we're going to talk about what's upcoming for the Penguins and what's upcoming for the Islanders as well as what's next for our podcast. And we'll also set up Wednesday's content. And by the time this show most likely hits the air, depending on when you listen to it, Most of those games will either be final or they will be in progress. So we'll do all of that when we continue with Penguins Post Game. Penguins Post Game is back after this from Take Another Look Podcast and our friends over 
at Voices for Ability Radio, where it's all abilities, all the time. Catch a new episode of the Paranormal Zone this went this Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on Voices for Ability Radio. Only during holidays, there are no new episodes for any of these shows, including the Paranormal Zone. With that being said, we'll take a quick break and be right back. So put this in a pretty little bow with the attendance record. The next five games. For the Pens and the Islanders, our next Penguin postgame show, What's on Tap for Wednesday, Hockey, and when you can hear, Penguin's postgame next. As well as, this week, what's on tap on Sports for Beginners? As Season 3 rolls on, all of that, right after this from Take Another Look Podcast. Take Another Look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. And welcome back to Penguins Post Game. My name is Scott McGregor. I am your host of Penguins Post Game, broadcast 53 of 82 and also game 53 of 82 are wrapping up now the broadcast is wrapping up now the game wrapped up on Tuesday night but the broadcast is wrapping up now And so before we get down to business with the next five games, which include the upcoming March schedule for the Islanders and the Penguins, I want to take this opportunity to welcome everyone back into the studio and also say that this week on Sports for Beginners, we get you ready for Saturday baseball between the Blue Jays and the Phillies. I'll give you my expectations for spring training and the 2024 season. For the Toronto Blue Jays. 
also, we'll take a look in at what's been going on in spring training. And in the middle portion, we'll talk a little bit about what's been happening in the Professional Women's Hockey League. And so with that being said, we'll get to the Penguins post-game thing in just a moment. But before we do, let's get down to the next five games. And we're going to start with the New York Islanders. And the New York Islanders will play one final home game following their conclusion of a two-game road trip on Thursday when they face the St. Louis Blues in St. Louis at 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. They have an early start against Tampa Bay on Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, February 24th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. That is a home game for the Islanders on Long Island. They will follow that up with two road games with days off in between. As they face off in Dallas at 8 p.m. Eastern against the Dallas Stars on Monday, this coming Monday, February 26th, 2024, before they wrap up on Thursday their February schedule with a showdown in Motown in the Motor City against the Detroit Red Wings. To end another two-game road trip for the Islanders. And the Islanders will kick off March at home to wrap up their next five games. We will only go over the first of their two-game homestand. And that includes a trip to the, a visit from the Boston Bruins, rather, not a trip, a Boston Bruins visit from the Bruins on Saturday, March 2nd, 2024, with the start time. Scheduled for puck drop at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So again, an 8 p.m. puck drop on this Thursday tomorrow. Again, St. Louis. In St. Louis, they drop the puck at 2 p.m. on February 24th. On Saturday, this Saturday. Next Monday, they drop the puck at 8 p.m. Eastern. 
against Dallas. In Dallas. And then the Islanders are in the Motor City on Thursday to wrap up February when they take on the Detroit Red Wings in the Motor City before they come home for a 7.30 p.m. puck drop on Saturday night, March 2nd, 2024. For the Pittsburgh Penguins, meanwhile, meanwhile, <clears throat> the Penguins' schedule looks like this. Two more home games for the Pittsburgh Penguins on the schedule. As they wrap up their four-game homestand, trying to go two and two. They'll try to get that going when they face off against the Montreal Canadiens. At 7 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. Before they, as I've said before, wrap up their season series with the Philadelphia Flyers. On Sunday, February 25th. 2024 at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And they wrap up their homestand with a match with the Flyers on that Sunday before they will wrap up with they will wrap up the month of February with a two-game road trip becoming more likely a four-game road trip because the road trip kicks off in March, kicks off in at the end of February, which is next week. And that will feature late-night matchups at 10 p.m. Eastern in Vancouver against the Vancouver Canucks. Canucks. So the Vancouver Canucks will take on the Vancouver Canucks will take on the Pittsburgh Penguins from Vancouver, British Columbia at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. On Tuesday, February 27th. And then. I just might actually. Get in touch with Erica maybe. And we'll see if we can do a little. Post game on Friday. March 1st. Before we get into our first ever March program. For Sports for Beginners. 
So we can recap. Penguins and Kraken. It's the Penguins and the Kraken on Thursday, February 29th, to wrap up the month of February. As the Seattle Kraken take on the Pittsburgh Penguins for the final time this year. And speaking of the final time this year, this is actually also Montreal's final meeting with the Pittsburgh Penguins. That is going to be happening on Thursday. But more on that in just a second. The Penguins will then play a back-to-back on Mon- on Saturday and Sunday with a 10 p.m. puck drop Saturday, March 2nd against the Calgary Flames. Catch the recap of the game ahead of their next game when they will play against Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers on Sunday, March 3rd at 9 p.m. Eastern. The recap of that game will be on Monday, March 4th. Time to be determined, but it will definitely be before the Columbus Blue Jackets play the first of three games They will play in March against the Penguins. But it's not the it's not the first meeting I don't believe. Unless it's a three game series going to check that out here on the NHL app just for a second. But the next five for the Penguins include home to Montreal Thursday, home to Philadelphia Sunday, at Vancouver Tuesday, at Seattle next Thursday, At Calgary next Sunday, sorry, Saturday, as well, and minus Montreal at Edmonton next Sunday as well. Part of a double header. But the final meeting of the season for Montreal and Pittsburgh is tomorrow, as we are recording this the day before that game. And meanwhile, for the Jackets, yes, the Jackets play four-game series against the Penguins. 
And three of the games are in March, including March 5th from Pittsburgh. After the Penguins beat the Jackets back in November. Five to three in Columbus, Ohio. So stick around for that. And still a little bit of Washington action to come, as well as some Boston action. Still a lot of action to come here on Penguins postgame. Will we get to all of it and get through a full 82 games? Well, we've gotten through 53 games. And with 29 games to go, We've gotten through th- we've gotten through 30 games. So I think we can get through the next final 25 29 games. We'll see we'll see how much we can get to. But that's the beauty of having someone that can step in when you can't run a when you can't run the show. That's the beauty of it. All right. <clears throat> so, when can you expect at the earliest? When can you expect Penguins in Montreal? Penguins and Penguins and Canadians, I should say. When can you expect Penguins and Canadians? Well, first of all, and they are they are now the two teams you see behind me. We got Montreal to the right and Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh to the left. <laughs> when can can you expect this? Well, we're going to see if we can do one After the game, we're going to see if we can do one right after the game goes final. But if not, we will do one right before or more likely after we have done this week's episode of Sports for Beginners. And the recap of the Penguins and Canadians will air before we get to the episode. For this week of Sports for Beginners. The one thing I can assure you. If our final episode. Our final edition of Penguins postgame. Featuring the Penguins and the Flyers. In the regular season. Which is our final edition of. The Battle of Pennsylvania. If that does not air or is not recorded right after it right after the game has gone final the earliest you can catch it <clears throat> the earliest you will be able to get it will be either Monday March 26th Sorry, Monday, February 26th, excuse me. 
or right ahead of Vancouver versus Pittsburgh. <clears throat> Again, it will either be Monday, February 26th, the day after the game, or ahead of Penguins and Canucks from Vancouver. On Tuesday, February 27, 2024. As for the late games between Vancouver and Seattle, those games, we will try to get those to you the day after the game. And we may have to do that. We may have to do that in between weekly episodes of Sports for Beginners. If that is indeed the case, stay tuned to see which recap will be before and which recap will be after the weekly episode. But that all being said, our next game and our next broadcast. We are going to try, we are going to try, for right after the Pens and the Canadians, we are going to try, right after the Pens and the Canadians, we are going to try for a recap of Pittsburgh versus Montreal as we play in the final game of a three-game series between the Pens and the Canadians, which goes down. On Thursday, by the time you're listening to this. Your final attendance record for the game between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Islanders. Once again, the Islanders victorious 5-1, to 5-4, to four, excuse me. Mm-hmm. At PPG Paints Arena on Tuesday, February 20, 2024. In overtime, and it was brought to us in front of an audience of 18,616 fans. I should say, let me say that again. 18,016 fans in attendance. At PPG Paints Arena in the city of Pittsburgh. And this homestand continues tomorrow and wraps up Sunday as the Penguins take on the Canadiens before they go head to head for the final time with the Philadelphia Flyers. Now, You can't see them behind me, but to the left, to the left of me would be the Philadelphia Flyer logo. Okay, there we go. We, I leaned back a little bit here. I leaned back a little bit here so that you guys could see it. 
Oh, there we go. We'll lean it up. Lean the computer screen a little bit here. So to the left of me, you can see the Philadelphia. You can see the Philadelphia Flyers. To the right of me, you'll see the Pittsburgh Penguins. To the right of me, you'll see the Pittsburgh Penguins. To the left, you'll see the Philadelphia Flyers. We'll get a logo that you can see them all better when we actually do the show. But that is the final game of the Penguins homestand for February before they hit a four-game road trip as a two-game road trip to end off February. But it's a four-game road trip in the fullest ending when the Penguins head to Edmonton to take on the Oilers on March 3rd. Thank you guys so much for joining us here today. I really, really appreciate it. Please feel free to, if this goes up on YouTube, please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast YouTube channel. Leave us a rating on the audio side. Leave us a review. Leave us a voice message with your permission to use it. If you say that you do not want us to use it, we will not play it on the show for you because our privacy is our number one concern here on the podcast. And with that being said, as we always do at the end of every Penguins postgame show, you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye. It is always until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. So long for now. Pens and Canadians coming up. Join me after Pens and Canadians for the recap of the Pens and the Habs. That's next, and that's next time on Penguins Postgame. Outro music and outro message is next. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you after Pens and Habs. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it.